Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Is this not the quietest Major League Baseball lockout of all time? This has got to be about day 81 of the lockout or ass that nobody knows they're in. They're idiotic. They're so stupid. I don't know how else about this, Rod. I mean, here you are as a business. Your viewership is down. Your ratings are down. Your attention, the attention on your business is down. The metrics are down. And what do you do? A lockout? Dolly, this is as short-sighted as it gets. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Howdy-do, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show, emanating from... Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. So glad to have you aboard with us today. Darren Moose DuPont is with me on a very chilly chilly morning out here in Western Canada. It's warm out in the east from what I understand. How you doing, Moose? Yeah, a little cold, but other than that, doing well. That's good. Hey, we're going to heat it up. We're going to heat it up today. Yeah, baby! Peter Marr is going to be with us. I'm so excited. Um, Listen. Forgive me for playing a little bit of fanboy on the RP show today. Peter Marr, the Hall of Fame voice, Hockey Hall of Fame of the Calgary Flames is going to be with us. Calgary Flames Radio 66 CFR. Been listening to this guy since I was a child. Uh, He left the broadcast booth in 2014 after I think 35 seasons as the voice of the Calgary Flames. And uh, when I I say Lou, Peter Labardius is going to be with us here in hour one, the current Flames broadcaster, color guy. In hour two, Peter Marr will be with us on video. But it's not going to be all flames okay, so pump the brakes, everybody. We're just going to have a a wide-ranging sports talk, NHL talk. A lot of hockey we're going to get down with today. And a few other topics in the quick six, which we're getting uh, to momentarily. I see Ryan checking in from Saratoga, New York. He says, it's Wednesday already? Well, that happens when you've got President's Day in the United States and Family Day in Canada. Short week. Let's go. Uh, Sean Holm, watching on YouTube, says it's damn cold in Manitoba also. Um, hey, it's cold. Breaking news. Let's stop talking about it. It's like every winter we're shocked that it's going to be cold in Canada. Right. You know? Hot uh, and my cousin, my cousin Christine is checking in from Medicine Hat, and there's a reason. She says, nice hoodie, Rod. Nice bunny hug. And there's a reason why I'm wearing this. Might as well get into it because... It's the Rod Peterson Show. It's not Sports Center. We can tell some stories. Yeah. Uh, our crew went down to the buffet. I had two buffets yesterday. Woo. Hence why I ran today for three miles on the treadmill. And when it was done, uh, or during supper, 
we were talking about what we were going to do tonight, and that is going to take in the Calgary Hitman Prince Albert Raiders Junior Hockey game tonight. It's the anti-bullying pink game for the Hitman. And the Raiders got us tickets. Thanks, Hunsey. Can't wait to get to the game tonight. You said you didn't have anything pink in your... Uh, That's right. In your, in your repertoire. I'll be busy this afternoon. Yeah, I don't have any pink things either so we went into the gift shop yeah. here at the gray eagle resort and casino and they did have some pink shirts none of which were in my size nor your size right but then i saw this bunny hug that's for every child matters which orange is their color for the survivors and victims of residential school abuse and i'm like well i kind of really like that so i bought it last night so it's a reminder that while we support anti-bullying and be kind online and be kind just like mental health, just like Every Child Matters. These are 365-day-a-year efforts, not just one day. That's right. So that's why I'm wearing this. So thanks, Chris, for picking that out. And I don't know if I'm going to wear pink to the game tonight, but it sounds like you are. I'll probably go. I mean, I've got pink stuff back home. It just didn't travel with me. I didn't realize the pink, we're going to be here this long, that the pink game was going to be on. So we'll do a little I shopping. Have literally nothing pink in my repertoire here either. So maybe, yeah. maybe I'll pick up a golf shirt. We'll see. Where, where, where does one find something pink? In the dead of winter. I know. I, the West Hills Center, we'll probably go around there. There's a, there's a couple of winners, sport check, different places we can Road go. trip! Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's what's going on this afternoon. Okay, can we please hit the quick six show horn, Director Jordan Peterson? Thank you. We do have a little of for all here in the quick six in the warm-up. Uh, but first, NHL one-timers from Tuesday night. Down in Sunrise, Florida, which I didn't tell you, but I'm really missing Florida. Yeah. Michael Granlin scored the go-ahead goal in the third period, and the Nashville Predators snapped a four-game losing streak with a 6-4 win over the Florida Panthers on Tuesday night. Tanner Janot, what do you know, scored twice, and David Riddick stopped 44 shots for Nashville. Big save, Dave. Remember him? Mm -hmm. He's in Nashville now. By the way, get the quick six or the uh, top five, bottom five ready, guys, because it's coming. But speaking of Tanner Janot, the pride of Oxbow Sask, he is in our poll today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. Who should win the NHL's Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year? The Detroit Red Wings have two guys in this poll, Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. Tanner Janot, the aforementioned Tanner Janot, who's having a hell of a season, is in that. And who else did we say, Clark? Oh, Zegris. Trevor Zegris of the uh, Anaheim Duck. Yeah. I think I got to vote. For Janot, simply because of the uh, hometown thing. That was cool last night, too. He had the tying goal and then the empty yeah. net goal to seal it. And they're loving him uh, there, too. So, yeah, he's, he's done really well. Um, mm, 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 mm. I, uh, listen, everybody's writing in with their comments. You can read your comments, but I'm, or write them in, but I'm not going to read them because we're doing our thing now. Patrick Laine scored his second goal of the game 20 seconds into overtime as Columbus stretched its win streak to three games with a 4-3 victory over Toronto. The Leafs have lost three in a row. Are you worried? No. Okay. Vladimir Tarasenko scored the go-ahead goal in the third period and Jordan Bennington made 20, uh, 25 saves to lead St. Louis past Philadelphia 4-1. In Ottawa, Thomas... Shabbat scored twice, including the winner late in the third and also picked up an assist to lead Ottawa over Minnesota 4-3. In Seattle, Zach Parisi scored twice and added an assist. Brock Nelson scored for the third straight game, and the Islanders opened their road trip with a 5-2 win over Seattle. But the Isles are sinking like a sunset. 
And did you watch in insider trading? They're saying that the Islanders are going to start dealing off. Yeah. They're going to be sellers here. How about that? It happened fast. What's with that? every time Jordan Eberle leaves a team, they go in the tank? Just saying. And in Anaheim, Ricard Raquel had two goals in regulation and scored the winner in a shootout to lead Anaheim over skidding San Jose 4-3. Those were the one-timers from Tuesday night, point one. Point two, the NHL top five, bottom five. Are we ready? Let's go with the top five teams in the National Hockey League, and you may or may not be surprised. The number one team, the Colorado Avalanche. I'm not joking. 76 points, guys. Tops in the NHL and 10 clear of the Calgary Flames. Colorado is the number one team in the NHL right now. Change my mind. As Joe Exotic would say. Number two, Carolina Hurricanes. Their 740 winning percentage is better than Florida. And they've won three in a row. Carolina's hot. They're the number two team in the NHL. Number three, it's the Florida Panthers. They're still number one in the East. Best Panthers team ever, but you can't give up six goals at home. Number four, the Calgary Flames. Yeah, baby. Ten wins in a row. Now do it on the road. And number five, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are still who we thought they were until they show otherwise. Bottom five teams in the National Hockey League. Are you ready? Number 28, the Philadelphia Flyers. Face facts, guys. Time for a rebuild. Number 29, the New Jersey Devils. When are they going to turn it around? Nice third jerseys, though. Number 30, the Seattle Kraken. Can't win for losing. Number 31, the Montreal Canadiens. Worst in the East, but winners of three in a row. And the worst team in the NHL right now is the Arizona Coyotes. Worst in the West. Now a seller leading up to the trade deadline and officially homeless. That's your top five, bottom five in the National Hockey League. Moose DuPont, um, any thoughts before I move on to some football? How long until Calgary... What do they got to do to be up in one or two? Kick Colorado's ass? I don't know. Yeah. Colorado's 10 points ahead of them, dude. Yeah. I know. You know, it, for me, it's, they're, on, they're on the right track, though. You know, they had a little bit of a, a slower start than Colorado did. But, I mean, 10 in a row, Calgary, I think, you know, has to be considered a, a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. I didn't say they weren't. I have them yeah. as the third team in the NHL right now. Yeah. But it's interesting. Mark Stephen came in here yesterday. Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, longtime Calgary broadcaster. He waved his hands when he came down the hall. He's like, I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy. And then he came on the air and said this team's had no playoff success to speak of since 2004. Remember when they finished first? Not that long ago. I sure do, because I took them all in my draft. Yeah. So maybe Mark's uh, words were echoing in my head with regards to my top five but that's what we have changed my mind number three how about this a lot of things here that we could i think we'll spend the rest of this segment on this the michigan panthers made former university of michigan quarterback shea patterson the number one choice in the 2022 usfl draft last night all eight teams drafted quarterbacks in the first round patterson had stints with two teams in the canadian football league both Montreal and BC. I had to look it up. Both were last year. Did you know? No. No. Me either. It's okay. I'm pretty sure I watched him in the XFL the last time, whenever it was, that they played. I know Shea, Shea Patterson's a baller. He went number one overall in the USFL. 
My uh, Tampa Bay Bandits selected former Ole Miss quarterback Jordan Tamu with the second choice. And my phone, when I got up this morning, a bunch of football guys had texted me, Paxton Lynch went in the last round. I'm not sure to whom. I think one of the riders projected players went in the draft. Whatever. I don't know these guys. I'm not a personnel guy. What I did notice, though, in reading the articles this morning, and this is where I want your take and yours, the viewers, more than anything and what I care about, when this league kicks off in April, the games will be showed on two networks at the same time, Fox and NBC. That has not happened in America, football for sure, maybe any other league, since 1967. Used to happen in Canada a little later than that, but it doesn't happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? Two networks will show the same game. That would be like, um, let's see, how would I say this? This would be like Edmonton Oilers at Tampa Bay tonight, and both TSN and Sportsnet doing the game Yeah, nationally. I think it's awesome. It is cool. Um, we've seen it with a regional hockey broadcast and a national one, I think, mm. at times. But it's really rare. Football or hockey? Well, hockey, maybe. But, yeah, very, very weird. Um, but it's not weird. It's the what, way they used to do it. What I wonder, and maybe it was in the article, um, are, is the league going to supply the play-by-play team? Will it be the same broadcast? No, or are they going to bring no. separate? Why would you do that? To try and streamline things and just make your game available to more people? They're going away from the way it's gone. Yeah. So I love it. But I I'm here for it. To cool. simplify it for our viewers, and I, I include myself in the Rod Squad with you. I'm not dumbing it down, but I'm saying it would be like, let's just forget sports. It would be like CBC and TSN doing CFL games. At the same, it used to happen, okay? CTV and, CTV and CBC used to both broadcast the Grey Cup way back in the day. Did you know that? That I didn't know. Right. And then it became a fight over more money and this and that. And I think if I'm the CFL, if the money were the same and they were getting the same in terms of rights fees from, from two networks, why not put, go on two networks? And that's what the USFL is doing. Yeah. And it's not Rudy Poon Networks. It's Fox and NBC. So forget about the players. What do you fans say? Players come and go, right? They're not important. Let's talk about the broadcasts. I think this is groundbreaking. I, I was reading it this morning going, this is awesome. It's really cool. And, but when, and, and I like to think about the industry, which is why I, my questions are, are they going to have the same guys calling it? Or are they going to have two separate crews? Is this going to be like an Olympic feed where you have one set of 60 cameras in there and they're going to share the production, but maybe bring different talent in, right? And so you'll see it the same, but you'll hear it differently. Um, it's kind of neat. Um, just dropping what we do here, by the way, every day for those that are new is we have coffee and we talk sports and whatever things come up. So we, I welcome the comments here from the viewers. I have more topics, including Phil Mickelson, some dub stuff, the Hitman, other things next segment. But here they're getting excited. Um, big fan. John in Edmonton said CBC and TSN both broadcast the Olympics. Hey, I get it what you're saying, and let's throw Sportsnet in there too. Did they do the same games no. at the same times? No, they didn't. No. So that's, John, I appreciate what you're saying, but that's not what we're saying. John and Edmonton goes on to say, why can't the CFL do two networks at once? Well, they can, but they made a really short-sighted, greedy decision to go with one network 
and it's sent them on the path to oblivion that they're on now. And I don't know if they can even come back. But I was calling games, and the, what I would, for me, the golden age of the CFL, which was the 2000s, and they were on CBC, TSN, and Sportsnet, and the stadiums were full, and it was awesome. Right? Uh, Darren in Salt Lake City says the USFL trying to get more eyes by using Fox and NBC at the same time. Smart, right? So, oh, this ain't over yet. Uh, Pink's one of our Priority One viewers, Todd Pink, he writes, then he says, thoughts, instead of doing the lotto balls for the first overall pick, talking about the NHL here, he says, how about a bottom six team tourney, end of the season, and the winner gets the number one pick overall? I don't mind it. I don't think they'd do it because they just came through an 82-game regular season. Who's going to pay the players? It's like you're saying their own, their own playoff. I think it's a great idea. Yeah? I love it. Okay. So we're not done on that? We're not done on that? Darren says, the Houston Coyotes have retaken the number 32 spot at our poll, by the way. <laughs> um, they're not moving them. They're not moving them. Not yet. Carlos Lagena has joined us for Coffee Late. He's watching in Indianapolis. And he says, what's the poll? We mentioned it earlier. It's on Twitter. Clearly, it hasn't been put up on our YouTube feed yet. And that is, who should win the NHL Rookie of the Year trophy, the Calder Award for Rookie of the Year? And our um, candidates are Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond of the Detroit Red Wings. Who else did I say? Trevor Zegras of the Ducks and Tanner Janot of Nashville. I'm voting for Nashville. One more in the chat, the viewer says, will the USFL air in Canada? The answer to that is, do you have NBC or Fox? Then you have the answer to your question. More to come when we return. How you feeling, Moose? You good? Great. All right. We'll continue the quick six and the warm-up when we return to Great Eagle Resort and Casino right after this. Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Beautiful day on the slopes. How about that? Kids out of school. Gorgeous, gorgeous day out here. Well, a little cold. It's a little cold, but we said we would not complain about the cold. Hey, right. um, we're going to talk about Telemiracle coming up a little later on here in hour one, but look at that total. Well over $100,000 raised for the Kinsman Foundation, helping people every day. If you haven't got your tickets yet, please join us and join in the Telemiracle 5050 online um, jackpot, I guess, would be the best way. I guess I'm talking about it now. Right. March 2nd is the draw date. We all know the deal. You've all contributed to Telemiracle before. This is a technologically updated way to do it. Go to telemiracle.com, purchase your 50-50 tickets. Please help them out. Help out your fellow Saskies. You have to be 19 years of age or over and physically in Saskatchewan, and away we go. Breaking news today, by the way, Pistol Pete writes in from the sweatpants capital, and he says, uh, it's official, Derek Taylor gone to the Bombers as their play-by-play guy. Worst kept secret since he announced his resignation. I can't see him sticking around at CKRM now. 
Congratulations to DT. Great guy. Clark, let's get him on the list. Let's get DT on the air. Let's do it right Congratulations. For some reason, when I just said the Bombers, I thought of John Lynch. Remember that video? We're sweeping the Bombers. We're sweeping the Bombers. John Lynch. I talked to him this morning, too. Four seven? Four foot seven? John Frenzy. Uh, What else? Regarding those... uh, What do we call them? Dual broadcasts, I guess. Jeff is watching in Oregon on Game Plus TV. Redmond, Oregon, and he says ESPN was sort of doing dual broadcast with Monday Night Football with the Mannings. Sort of. I'll go with you just because I like you, Jeff, in Oregon, but it wasn't because they own the rights of both broadcasts, and you, you weren't really watching the game. You were watching the Mannings. That was the idea of it. The best way that I could describe it is when you're watching the Olympics and or you're watching like the gold medal game, let's say the women's game, yeah. NBC had a feed. And CBC had a feed. It's the same thing. Same game, two networks. Now it's two countries, but it's yeah. two networks calling the same game with the same feed, different talent. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Except they're going to be competing networks in the same country. So you can tune into who you like the best. I think it's awesome. I, I, hope, I hope we're starting to go back. I hope the pendulum of silliness in this world, particularly broadcasting and sports, has reached the... Because Theo says, it's over, Rod. It's not coming back. And I'm like, Theo, I can't have that attitude. I got to think that it's going to come back. Always does. It, it all, history shows that it always has, right? And by the way, we're having some special coffee today, some of Theo's special coffee. <laughs> That's never going to get old. Hot take. Which, um, by the way, yeah. then the pendulum, it always comes back, but we just might not be around to see it come back, Right. Does that make sense? All the like, way back. Like it, it started might, to come back. Right, but it might take decades before it comes back. Come you know? on in, Lee. Come on in. He's worried. Don't worry. We're not too formal here. Which reminds me, by the way, I got another text message from a, from a hockey guy here. His name's Dallas. That's all I'm going to say. When we're not on Game Plus TV, I'm just going to put this out there because it's fact. If we're preempted for gaming or whatever they show, because I think last week it was three-on-three basketball, The complaints that I get are all hockey people, and mostly Alberta hockey people, but hockey people overall. This is a guy that used to work for the Oilers. And so anyways, I give Game Plus, I give these guys the email address to who to complain to. It's always (laughs) hockey people. What is it with that? The football people don't complain if we're not on. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... You and I have, well, you've traveled more with the football team than I have, but the hockey culture is you get up, you have breakfast. Turn the TV on. Turn the TV on, right? Go to the pregame skate, come back, turn the TV on, have a nap. Turn the TV on, go for the pregame meal, then go to the rink, right? I don't know what, very popular with hockey people. And when I was in Red Deer the other night with Winnipeg, they said they watch every day in the office, which by the way, how about this? CHL top 10 rankings coming out today, and for the first time in 13 weeks, the Winnipeg Ice are not the number one team in all of Canadian junior hockey. It's the Edmonton Oil Kings. And speaking of that, since we're on the point, the Calgary Hitmen will be hosting the annual Tell Us, Be Brave, and Bullying game tonight at the Scotiabank Saddledome. Tell Us Optic TV, which carries Game Plus TV, 
to enable accessibility for everyone, the Hitman and Telus will also be hosting a free virtual morning event today. The Hitman will play the Prince Albert Raiders at 6 p.m. All fans encouraged to wear pink in support of the campaign and pink shirt day. So, yeah, I'll get a pink shirt today. Obviously, I support the effort because we're going. The Prince Albert Raiders have provided us tickets. Thank you, Curtis Hunt, their general manager, the older brother that I didn't need because I already have two telling me what to do. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, moving on to point five, Phil Mickelson apologized Tuesday for comments about the Saudis in a proposed Super League which he claims were off the record and not meant to be shared publicly. Mickelson said in a statement he has felt pressure and stress affecting him at a deeper level over the last 10 years, and he needs time away. However, he did not say if he would take a break from golf. Also, KPMG became the first of Phil's corporate sponsors to announce an end to their partnership, a decision the company said was mutual. Most damaging about Phil Mickelson's remarks to author and golf writer Alan Shipnick was referring to the Saudis financing a proposed breakaway league as, quote, scary mother effers. He also told Shipnuck, who was writing a biography on Phil, what it was worth getting in bed with the Saudis, despite their history of human rights abuses, if it meant a chance to change the PGA Tour. My take? You put a live mic on somebody unknowingly, the truth's going to come out. So with Phil... What do, you, what do you say? I like Phil. I think we all like Phil. And did you see what he said? He talked about human rights atrocities of what's gone on over there. Right. Is it worth losing all his sponsors and facing the firing squad? Well, what he, yeah, and I saw the quotes. You know, he said, you know, they do all these bad things. They're bad people. There's Scary mother right. effers over right. there. <laughs> right. And still, we should support them because it'll help change the PGA Tour. That's the issue, Right is kind of like, despite all of these bad things... I, I, I go along with... It's, it's important because it can help change... The league's important because it can help change the PGA Tour. Competition is good. Okay, forget about what he said, but the competition is always good. It helps improve your product to the point where some businesses need to think about launching their own competition across the street, right? It's good for McDonald's to own Burger King, right? And have competition so that, you know, you don't just own the whole market. But, you know, you can't say those things. And the authors come out and said, look, it, it, he, you know, for him saying that it was off the record and that I published this is a lie. And that's the thing about on the record, off the record. You can't say it after the fact. That's a journalistic integrity, right? You can't say after you've divulged all the details, you can say, oh, by the way, that was off the record. You have to say it before the conversation Well, the reporter's happens. saying that it wasn't off the record. He of said course. nowhere did Phil say that this was off the record. Right. So, interestingly enough, and our guy Lee's here, Lee Genier, you familiar with Can Golf and Canmore? Yeah. The in what? I was just out there last week, and Luke, the guy that runs it, is a golf aficionado, and I, he was telling me about this Saudi tour and how Luke thinks, as a golf guy, he's, world, he's from Australia originally, it's the best thing for the PGA is if they did have Saudi take them over and make it a worldwide, he compared it to tennis. Right, with the uh, French Open and the Aussie Open, and the, right, that this would be the best thing for golf. So maybe, Moose, we need to start talking golf on here. I'm in. With Luke. Yeah. Sponsored by Can Golf, with locations all over the world, too. Anyways, back to the comments, back to the chat, as they say on Winnipeg Sports Talk, because I was on their show yesterday, and that's what Hustler says. In the chat, they're saying this. I thought that was very it's streamlined compared to what we do. 
Um, Max Hardwick says, hey, hockey people that are upset if Game Plus preempts the show, Rod is on multiple media platforms. If I can watch his show every day here in El Salvador, you can too. Try YouTube or his website. It's all good. Bingo! Appreciate that, Max, but you, you don't understand old-er white hockey people. I want it right in front of me. Make it easy. It might right. not just be old white hockey people. It might just be people. Yeah. You know, people want it Don't easy. make me go search for it. Right. So anyways, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, so Derek Taylor dumped the Riders for the same job in Winnipeg? Wow. Spicy. <laughs> Picture Homer disappearing into the head. <laughs> into the head, yes. Uh, from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Two more sleeps till my Raptors play again. Yeah. I think I'm going to make my cousin Chris our Raptors insider. Uh, Pink says 100% in for more golf talk. Can we sell it? Are we be yeah? Oh, yeah. That's the corporate broadcast thing. Well, we could do it, but could we sell it? Could we sell it? You know what? <laughs> right. and, and here's the thing. You don't have to play golf. You just have to follow, follow it. it. I follow it. Uh, from Renata Belcourt. Morning, Rod. Do you think Robert Hag is the best possible addition the Flames can make before the deadline with injuries in mind? Uh, I think the Flames are fine. I don't really have a take on that. I, was, I thought they were fine before Tato Toffoli. But I'll tell you what. They're off again tonight. And then the Flames are at Vancouver tomorrow. And mind you, Vancouver's roadkill. Everybody beats Vancouver. But I'm interested to see what the Flames do do on the road. And I meant to look up, and I didn't, but I should, what the Flames' record is since they got spanked in Florida, that game that I was at. Remember the shots were 49-45 mm -hmm. uh, for Calgary. They've got like two losses since that game. They've always been good enough. Is Robert Hag the best possible addition? I don't... I didn't think they needed to get to Foley. So I think they're fine. Um, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg says, NHRA drag races are always on ESPN2 and Fox. I don't want to sit here and split hairs on this, okay? Are they? I don't know. I don't watch the National Hot Rod Association. For mainstream sports. And are we including the United States Football League as mainstream sports or not? I'm, uh, I could be swayed either Probably way. not because it's not one of the top four. Right. Um, football, yeah, it is football. So football is a mainstream sport, traditional not, sport. I'm not sure auto racing is. Oh, breaking news. NLL Commissioner Nick Sakevich has stepped down from his role. That coming out just this morning. Again. NLL Commissioner Nick Sakevich has stepped down from his role. Well, that's not good. It's big news. I like Nick. He's a friend of the show. Ooh, we're going to have to investigate that a little further. Mm, the NLL looking for a new commissioner. So, too, by the way, is the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. I went on the SJHL website this morning. Job posting. Commissioner. Can you imagine? In what? Can you imagine? How many leagues would you get a Would posting? you like to run our league? Can I apply? 
I wouldn't be shocked if the uh, CFL did the same thing. Anyways, Moose, I'm going to let you go. Have we seen Labardius? I've been. Oh, you've been here, sitting so there. I you can't tell you okay. if we've seen him or not. Um, oh, he's on video. Okay, I thought he was coming down here. My bad. Okay, I'll see you in our sometime. Yeah, later. A sports update. The Ottawa Blackjacks of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced this morning the signing of their first non-American import, South Sudanese-Australian Dang Adele. A University of Louisville alumnus, Adele has averaged 8.4 points, 3.9 rebounds as a pro in the NBA, NBA G League, and NBL Australia. In the Western Hockey League, they've announced that Brandon Weeking's captain, Ridley Gregg, has been named the Player of the Week, the Ottawa Senators prospect, and Lethbridge product registered eight points and two game winners in four appearances this past week for the Wheaties, who gained uh, four road wins. Also, Moose Jaw Warriors goaltender Carl Tedichuk has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. The 21-year-old from Lethbridge was 1-0-1, along with a .96 goals against average and 966 save percentage. He started the week with a shutty in his hometown of Lethbridge against a cane, stopping all 33 shots he faced. A Leafs general manager, Kyle Dubas, says prospect... Rodion Amirov has been diagnosed with a brain tumor and is undergoing treatment in Germany. Dubas said the tumor was discovered as Amirov was recovering from an injury sustained at the start of the KHL season. He was the 15th pick of the 2020 NHL draft. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. For the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. The Great Lou coming up next. It's the RP Show live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is the RP Show, daytime sports talk emanating from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. It's hour one of the program. Peter Marr coming up in hour two. I'm so excited. He's a hero of mine, and it's going to be a real treat to uh, have him on the air in hour two. Lou, yeah, I gotta, can we get him on the screen? Lou, Lou, I was driving back. Peter Lombardi's current Flames color man. I was, where are you at, Lou? I'm uh, just in the bowels of the saddledom, getting set to okay. uh, go watch practice. Okay, I appreciate the time. Um, I got to tell you this: driving home from Red Deer the other night uh, was one of the most harrowing experiences of my life. Driving oh. from Red Deer to Calgary in a blizzard. I know, but I like. I mean, that's wide open, man. Six cars in a ditch was wild. You've obviously done it. Oh. You've been out here long enough. But that listening to you guys call that game awful. Yeah, it's it. It was treacherous. But I made it, and I thank God for that. And you and Derek Wills, I thoroughly enjoyed the call of the Seattle game, the post-game coverage, the whole thing, and then the Winnipeg game on Monday I was at. A little bit of white knuckling, would I say, for the Flames and their fans (laughs) in those last two games, and yeah. Yeah, I don't don't disagree with that. Um, You know, they've won 10 in a row. They've tied a franchise record. It's only the third time in franchise history it's ever happened. And, um, 
Yeah, the last two games I think are really important because they went on a run where it seemed like they were going to score five or six in every single game they played. And I don't like this word, so I don't even know why I'm using it. Um, but that isn't sustainable or something that's going to, you know, go on for much longer. So to be involved in those kind of games for this team um, was really important. It was a bit of an adjustment. But, Roddy, as you saw with your own two eyes, add Cop and Ehlers back to Winnipeg. Well, one of – and Winnipeg's been an enigma this year, and I understand why. Um, but when your whole identity is about great depth and you take two big pieces out of their lineup, well, guess what that affects? Your depth. But, you know, that was a good hockey game. Um, both teams gave up next to nothing, and red-hot Elias Lindholm found one with, you know, just over 50, just under 50 seconds to go. So now the Flames go out on the road. They put this 10-game win streak on the line, and uh, Vancouver, to me, I think would be a six-inch putt. But the rest of the way... How's this schedule in the upcoming here to, to see this streak continue? Well, I don't, first of all, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Vancouver is going to be a six, um, whatever you called it, inch putt whatsoever on Thursday. Um, you know, they've played much better in the last few weeks. Obviously they got a bump when Bruce Boudreaux took over. They're getting healthier again, which um, has been just, so difficult for them the last couple of seasons. Um, after that, Rod, they come home. They played a very, very good Minnesota team here on Saturday. And then you run into March where um, you go into Minnesota. So it's March and April are every second night for this group and a lot of other groups. So I don't know how much longer it'll go. I guess it would be somewhat neat if it did get through Vancouver because that would be something this team has never done. They've never won 11 straight games. Lou, who is the best team in the National Hockey League today? Today? Well, the best team I've seen with my own two eyes, still Tampa Bay. They're, they're the wow. team that I trust the most. Um you know, I love their experience. I love their goalie. I think they have the best defenseman on planet Earth in Victor Hedman. They know how to win. Um, are they quite as deep as they were a year ago? No. But with my own two eyes, that's the best team I've certainly watched this year. Most definitely when they played the Calgary Flames, um, you know, just over a month ago. So... They're, they're still my bet. But, Roddy, there's lots of great teams. The team you see all the time in Florida is a really good emerging team that I think if they can find a veteran left-handed defenseman, they're going to be a miserable out. Toronto's good team. Vegas is a good team. And, you know, next in line after Tampa for me and arguably the most talented team is the Colorado Avalanche. That's the most talented team. Now, for me, they still have to get over, and they're not over yet. But one team, I think, is the best. The other team is the most talented. That's how I look at it. A quick one, a quick one, because i got two questions for you. Gino DePaoli is watching of the Okotoks Oilers. He says, always a pleasure to see that mug of lose, even if it's through a screen. 
Where is Lou's game of the night tonight? The Dome or the Passon Centennial Arena in Okotoks or Max Bell Center? What do you got going on tonight, Lou? Uh, um, I'm going to be here. I'm going to watch the Prince Albert Raiders, who I've not seen yet in person with my own two eyes, against the Calgary Hitmen. So that's, that's the game of the night tonight. I will see you there. And speaking of that, i got to ask you about the dub. I mean, obviously, I'm enjoying my time in Alberta. What a race in this mm-hmm. central division. Rebels beating Winnipeg the other night. Edmonton named the number one team in Canada today, ending the Winnipeg Isis streak. The Hitmen got a good hockey team. Uh, your thoughts on this stretch drive, if we're almost there yet, in the, in the entire dub? Well, there's, there's lots of levels to it, obviously. Um, you know, there's teams like Calgary and Regina and um, Swift and those types of teams trying to find their way. I think Brandon is a team that's improved. I think the most surprising team is Moose Jaw. Um, they, they're not interested in losing. There's no doubt in my mind, though, Rod, the two best teams I've watched with my own two eyes just played Monday afternoon um, in Edmonton, and, and the Oil Kings were obviously ready. Red Deer can't be taken for granted. You know that. You saw that the other night with your own two eyes. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. The Winnipeg team is still pretty young but has great forward depth. And, uh, you know, all the Oil Kings have is five World Junior members, which hasn't happened since 1988 with the Medicine Hat Tigers. So uh, there's going to be some great hockey and great performances and great runs, whether you're trying to get in or for positioning. And, you know, it's, let's just hope that, uh, the world stays healthy enough to get through it all and get back to a Memorial Cup at the end of June in uh, a pretty neat place, which is St. John, New Brunswick. Yes, what a time! What a time for hockey everywhere, but particularly in Alberta. Lou, thanks for sharing the time. Uh, I've sure enjoyed listening to you so much. You're doing a great job, pal. Thanks. Stay young. Toodaloo. Yeah, we're we're gonna try. And by the way, can you please give all the best? to truly one of the most consummate professionals. We use the word Hall of Famer um, too much, but Peter Marr, Hall of Famer, and having a chance to work with him for one year was an absolute treat to watch a true pro go about his business right till the very end. Yeah, baby. Let the good times roll, Lou. Okay, guys. Have a great one. Thanks for having me. Peter Labardius from the Dome. Viewer takeover when we come back and the aforementioned Peter Marr in hour two. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One of the most beautiful places in the world, the Rocky Mountains. Some shots of Lake Louise as school's out and the slopes are full. It's viewer takeover time, and uh, we're so pleased to be back on Game Plus Television. By the way, one of the hockey guys that wrote in said, nice to see you back. We've been on Game Plus all week, and we will be on all week. Uh, Another hockey guy 
Ryan Marushak, scout, texts in to the 902 line. He says, what's with Sean Avery signing in the ECHL? What's with it? Well, that's more breaking news from this Wednesday morning. I'm reading from the score. Dot com. It appears Sean Avery is making a comeback. The 41-year-old signed a standard player contract with the C, uh, the ECHL's Orlando Solar Bears on Wednesday, the team announced. The Solar Bears are the affiliate of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Avery said on the Black Bold podcast, I've got seven months to be physically ready to walk on to an NHL training camp. That's a lot of time based on how I feel. Avery retired a decade ago. He last played professionally during the 2011-12 campaign where he split his time between the New York Rangers and the AHL's Connecticut Whale. So, Shaq, you're not dumb. I know you. You're a hockey guy. You're saying, what's with Sean Avery signing in the ECHL? He wants to make a comeback. And to be honest, I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't like Sean Avery. I was at a event with him in Vegas years ago. I just didn't really get a good vibe off him. He'd probably say the same thing about me. Um, but if you're going to chase the dream or go for the gusto or grab the ring, do it. I'll support that. The problem with this is our good friend Matthew Barnaby chiming in. If Avery comes back, I want to sign. And as Moose said, why does Barnaby want to come and beat the piss out of him? He didn't say that. It's just when one guy comes back, then everybody wants to come back. It's at least it's not the CFL this time. It was like Edmonton signing all those guys like Manny Arsenault and Deron Carter and Medarius Bowman. It got Milt Stiegel saying, oh, I want to play then. He's 50. It's a wild time. It continues to be a wild time in sports. And if you want to go and come out of retirement and try, give it a shot. It's amazing, by the way, when we, when we make these jokes about Theo and the special coffee. And next hour, we have, have time. I'll tell you why we make these jokes about Theo Fleury and the special coffee. But when I was at his house a month ago, and then I left, I was looking up Theo, and I kind of forgot that he had tried to come back just to prove that he could. And do you remember that? Theron Fleury signed with the Flames, and in a game, came back and scored the shootout winner for Calgary. He didn't, and then he hung him up just to prove that he could do it. And he, and he did. Last minute. Last minute of play in hour one. Regarding the USFL having two major networks broadcast the same game, we talked about that earlier. Randy in the peg is watching, and he says, Good morning, RP crew. CBC and NBC used to show the same game, mostly in the playoffs, always picked Doc Emmerich up until he retired. That's not what we're saying here. This is, that's, this is entirely different. It's two networks in the same country broadcasting the same game. You're talking about CBC in Canada and NBC in the States. It's not the same. And I love what the USFL is doing here, and maybe we're getting back to some normalcy and some sanity in broadcasting on this continent. Peter Marr, next hour after this break. Stick with us on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.